0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Saturday Morning Serial, I'm Grim Shea, here to welcome you in for a double feature this week, uh, and for our double feature material, we're reaching way back a couple years ago to our very first Adult Swim show of... It turns out, several Adult Swim theme shows. We love that channel. Anyway, won't you please join us as we remember a couple of years back talking about the premiere of Eagle Heart, another strong showing from the network. And then immediately afterwards, please stay tuned where we have yet another Adult Swim theme show for you. So get back, relax, and don't get too hopped up on sugar because we got a long one here. And let's go. Thanks for joining us. Saturday morning Cereal. thanks to Matty P. Uh, as always, I am your host, Grim Shea. Joining me, Marky. E. Say hi to the people, Marky. E.
0: Hello, y'all. Uh,
1: today, since we've already covered Cereal, we thought we'd talk a little bit more about cartoons, specifically adult swim on the Cartoon Network. Mark, are you familiar with this uh with this thing? Yes, this I, adult I, Swim? I've been made aware.
0: I've been made aware of such a thing.
1: Right. and most likely, our viewers are too, but just in case let me tell you uh listeners viewers what, whatever whatever you might be uh adult swim is a little subset from the uh the turner owned cartoon network mm-hmm. uh many years ago after that went on the air, and they were broadcasting you know old classic cartoons twenty four hours a day yep god God bless basic cable uh they there were some some interns who worked there, who had access to this this giant library of all the cartoons that uh, Turner owns, like Hanna Barbera kind of stuff. Like Hanna Barbera is a big stable, and a lot of people think Hanna Barbera is just
0: uh, Jetsons, like the Jetsons
1: and and Scooby Doo, uh, Flintstones, Flintstones, and that's it. But they were literally dozens of other cartoons, they were like
0: Goopy Dog, and that would
1: come out. Uh, all those other characters. No, and those are those are just the successful ones. There were plenty of other uh-huh. ones mm-hmm. uh, that never made it. Johnny there Quest? Johnny Qu- Well, I would even argue that's pretty successful as compared successful. to You're right. You're right. Uh, the very first one they did. Uh, and this was just interns messing around with uh, stock footage, and they started dubbing over some of the words to try and make fun. Like I think they were just killing time, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. But they ended up getting some funny results, and they went uh, to the higher-ups, and they said, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be broadcasting cartoons all night long. Uh, maybe we can do something with a more adult theme in mind. Right. Thus, and they got the green light at some point. They said, sure, since this is all free cartoon footage that we own anyway, and you don't mind hanging out all night and dubbing it, go for it. And bang, Adult Swim was born with the very first one, I believe, was the Sea uh, lab 2021.
0: Now, was that actually like an animation thing?
1: That was an actual animation thing. And the original stuff was all animation from C-Lab 2020, which was a real show, like back in the 60s or 70s. It was kind of a a Johnny Quest kind of looking in the Mm -hmm. character designs, heavy on the science, uh, and actually rather boring as well. I've seen some of them.
0: Uh, So when when does this get into the Adult Swim kind of well this yeah. is
1: this was this was how they sold this, this it this is the beginning of that. they so, said, you know what Sea lab twenty twenty show about a bunch of uh undersea uh, explorers or scientists who lived in isolation in a little laboratory at the bottom of the ocean, and they said, "Well, you know what what happens after they're down there for a year and everyone kind of loses their mind so they you know started taking clips of the show, dubbing in new new dialogue and making them just do and say crazy things like they'd all <laughs> gone nuts. And, Cabin fever. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so, C Lab twenty twenty one was born, mm-hmm. and it it was big enough and popular enough, and they were smart enough to keep it uh, short, you know, like ten, eleven minute episodes uh, for the viewer less inclined to pay attention, like myself.
0: I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Can Can I just give them a little bit of credit too, because? I mean, I, I know that this is this is going to lead into uh, some of their more live-action stuff, you know, like their Eagle Heart or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, give us some of the other shows.
1: Uh, oh, over the years, they've got Saul and the Mole Men. Uh, you mean for the live-action Right, right, stuff? right. Oh, yeah, they've got NTSF, SUV. They picked up uh, Children's Hospital. Children's Hospital, that's a big one. Um, they also i get enough credit for this, but they're the ones that kept Family Guy alive. Of course they, they did. They bought it from Fox after it was...
0: Uh, and they sold it back to them like, at a huge...
1: I hope they made a lot of money. I'm not <laughs> yeah. quite sure how much. I assume they did make something. But, yeah, they st- they were the ones who first started uh, airing more, or right. making new. Right. You know, They kept it alive when Fox had, had written it off. Um, I think they tried to do the same thing for home movies. Never got any more made, but it was a place for people to watch it. A lot of stuff that was considered sort of animated cult stuff, you know, mm-hmm. because the 90s saw after The Simpsons this glut of, of primetime animation. And a lot of it just didn't go as far as anyone wanted. Uh, but Adult Swim, starting to uh, get, their, get their legs underneath them, as it were, and they saw what was going on, and they tried to buy as many of the good cartoons mm-hmm. just to keep them alive.
0: So bless them for that. And uh, well, and I, I'm going to give them a little. Uh, I'm going to give them a little bit of credit here because at least they thought ahead, you know, because it was called Cartoon Network, right? And then now there's a Cartoon Network and there's an Adult Swim channel, correct?
1: No, no, I believe Adult Swim is still on Cartoon Network. So
0: it's still just a subset of mm-hmm. that. Now, so at the, at a certain point in time, does it just switch from Cartoon Network and it says, okay, now we're a whole new Station. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's like uh, nine thirty at night or something. Hmm. Uh, I not every night, but I think most nights. And then by midnight, I think their Adult Swim is always running their uh, their their reruns of old shows.
0: So um, when things are considered to be on Adult Swim, hmm. um, is that more a thing of like that's all the original programming of that of the Cartoon Network? And so if you say that something's on Cartoon Network, you're kind of saying that that's kind of a syndicated rerun kind of cartoon. Is that really what happens here?
1: well it, well no, I think Cartoon Network has their own original programming now as well. You know, so it's still it started you know, out as just like a dumping ground for old cartoons,, uh-huh. but now I think they've put enough money into it and the, yeah, and it is two different things. You've got your cartoon network during the day um and then at night it switches to Adult Swim, so quite often, I'll turn on my t v in the in, in the morning or the afternoon, and it's on like Phineas and or herb mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm because it was on adult
0: swim earlier. I'm Nickelodeon not did this, right? Um they used to, you know, do all their like Nickelodeon, you know, can't believe you can't do that on television, Dennis the Menace and all that stuff. And then they came up with Nick at Night. Yeah, exactly. And um, But now that's channel, Nick some yeah,
1: channel. Yeah. They did I think now they have 7 or 8 channels for Nick for, at Night stuff for, with for the Nickelodeon and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh but as far as I know, Cartoon Network still just hosts the actual cartoons and the uh and and now all the original adult swim stuff. And uh speaking of which, we are lucky enough to talk to one of the stars of uh one of the new live action well not new, it's been around for a few seasons, but the live action show Eagle Heart. We're I love gonna talk show. to the lovely Oh my god, the lovely Maria Thayer. She is gorgeous. Oh, I'm so I excited
0: don't, to do that. I don't that. like to be the guy that just automatically just kind of you know whittles everything down to how good somebody looks. But she makes it easy. Oh,
1: yeah, she yeah. is funny and gorgeous and she seems so nice and I and hope
0: talented. Not. My gosh. She must She's be. She's everything you've excited. seen before. <laughs> She's in all kinds of stuff. I mean anyway, we're gonna get to that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, uh, let's take a quick break and then uh, let's talk to Maria Thayer. I am really getting excited about this. Let's do this. All right, geeks, hold on, hold on tight, we're coming back. Oh, uh, with Maria Thayer. Everybody, thank you for joining us. Uh, we've got a real treat with Maria Thayer on the line. Busy actress, uh, maybe if you've got it, You've seen her in Strangers with Candy, uh, she's been in Law and Order, 30 Rock. Uh, you've seen her in just about every show you've probably seen, in fact, and even Arrested Development even the hardcore fans might not realize that. Uh and she is also you can see her starting uh November 14th on Adult Swim, Thursdays at midnight, uh season 3 premiere of Eagle Heart. Hilarious show. And uh Maria, why do not you tell us about that? I love that show.
2: Thank you Britt Oh, really thank you. Thanks for that nice in- intro. Um tell you about Eagle Heart. It's this uh it's this cr- surreal um uh comedy uh created by uh uh Michael Coleman and um Andrew Weinberg and along with Jason Wallner um um on Adult Swim and it's uh starring me and Chris Elliott. Did I already say that? I'm a moving track, I'm like looping around. Oh, um, no it's
1: it's all gold.
0: I actually think that the <laughs> this is this is Marky um hi. Oh yeah
3: sorry. marky
0: um, oh, but I the the reason why you're having such a hard time with it is because no one really can tell what the hell the show is. I mean this is No, it's really and it out changes there. every
2: season too. <laughs> right.
0: It's it's just it's so out there and fun and funny and interesting. Right. Yep. And we actually uh we
1: just recently talked to uh to Jason and Andrew and uh they Hi. were talking about this newest season coming up and how it's actually got like a real story arc to it.
2: Yes. Which is a sub- yes. Ooh. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was um every episode sort of bleeds into the other one. Like it's a it's a every episode is a its own story, but then put them all together, it's one long, completely insane, um, epic journey <laughs> that uh Chris and I go on. And um um I just got to see a little bit bit of it uh last night. I don't know if you've seen any of the episodes, if they sent you any of them, but um I got to see a few of them last night and it sort of looks really great and it's funny and you know I've, uh uh it's uh it, I think it that the this whole show I, I already loved I was already a fan it's like it it's not often that I get to do I mean I've been lucky enough to do a lot of stuff that I like but you know not everything and and this is a show that I would watch even if you know if I had nothing to do with it if I didn't know these guys I just think it's so oh, creative so sincere crazy, too so. <laughs> I
0: really
1: want to believe that That's wonderful
2: <laughs> That's true
1: <laughs> well, uh, um, well, no, that's that's good because, Well, uh, one thing that uh, Marky e. and I have been talking about today Is uh, yeah. Adult Swim as a phenomenon And people, yeah. it's one of those things People love it or hate it But it obviously has a home Because it's pretty popular If you're not familiar, yeah. by the way Adult Swim is like a subsect of the uh, cartoon network Geared strictly for adults And they've even veered away from cartoons quite a bit Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: they have quite a few live-action stuff now. Shows. Yeah, I um, uh, it is a it's a strange place. I mean, they would never. It's Eagleheart could not exist anywhere else. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I can't imagine it. You know, on CBS. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, two
1: girls followed by Eagleheart (laughs) is not uh, is not Wednesday night viewing at
0: all. And it's also (laughs) funny.
2: <laughs> um um I'm always excited to meet Eagleheart fans. Um and I always want to put them in like, you know, some like some category of of a person, you know? Like they're all guys or you know, they're all this or, but I I've I've met a a lot of people that types of people that uh um like the show and watch adult swim. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think it's something Personally, I think it's something about our generation. Um, uh-huh. you know, growing up with cartoons, and that was the highlight of the week. I don't. Did, did you watch cartoons growing up? Like Saturday oh, morning, yes. after school. Oh yeah, on Saturday morning.
2: Do they still have cartoons on Saturday morning, or are they just like all the time? So Saturday morning isn't a special time.
0: That's actually our. That, that's our theory now, is that there, there are so many things that are available, and so it's not as big a deal as it may have been yeah. when, when all of us were kids. Yeah, yeah, it's just,
1: it's not identified with Saturday mornings, I think, anymore, right. but just only yeah. because as we got older, we said, no, we demand now cartoons right after school, yeah. and now we demand them in prime time. And we Thanks demand-
0: a lot, Cartoon <laughs> Network. And, we, yeah.
2: and our generation got what they demanded, what, yeah, a bunna, exactly what a bunch that. of jerks we are!
0: Well, it's just a bunch of whiny infants, which is yeah. that, that's kind yeah. of the like, whole point here. Is is we don't grow up.
2: Would you say, what? Like, we, we don't grow
0: up. I think that's part of. The, yeah,
2: I part of the yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I miss, I miss that. I remember going over to my cousin's house and when we'd sleep over, my brother and I, they would wake us up at six a.m. to watch cartoons. We'd Just like start the you know yeah. we just sit there for hours
1: oh those were magical times i think
2: magical and maybe, times. Well, maybe it is
1: <laughs> that we've just gotten too much of what we want but i still miss those i don't think we'll ever really recapture that so i'm a little yes. misty-eyed yes. about it <laughs> you but, are. but then again uh i did spend all afternoon and i got to thank you maria because i i when whenever we do these interviews i try to Whether I'm familiar with them or not, whoever the guest is, I try and refresh myself on their body of work, you know, watch a couple episodes of things they're in. With you this afternoon, God bless you, I was able to watch, I sat down and watched about four episodes of Strangers with Candy online. (laughs)
0: That's a good one. Uh I
1: I went and rewatched the episode of 30 Rock, where you guest starred as uh, Kenneth's uh, blind love interest. Oh, no. Uh Uh, I sat down and started watching Arrested Development again, and and for you geeks out there, and I'll call you a geek if you like Arrested Development. That's I do. True. Yep, that's true. And uh, and it's hugely popular, so geek is not insulting. But yes. Miss Thayer here plays Tracy Bluth in a very short little snippet on the new season of some, like, pre-taped flashback of the yes. uh, the poor deceased mother of George Michael. Actually, an, in a very important part. I've got to hand it to you. I was that. pretty
2: excited about that.
1: That is something. Even if it's just a few moments on screen, that has yeah. got to be a jewel in the crown. And
2: yeah, I was, what can I was. A, oh, sorry. Oh, wait, wait, Can I tell you about the way?
1: Now uh, there's all these rumors about the movie, and I could see a nice extended oh. flashback or something, which would involve Tracy finally getting her ah. on screen time. Tell me, you've let's, got. They've got to be talking to you.
2: From your lips, i don't know anything about it. I was really excited to get the part you know i didn't uh they called me, and i didn't when they call you you don't know what part you're- i don't even know if I knew what don't they don't t- send you anything they don't know what part you're playing um, uh you know I'd never auditioned for them before um and so I came to set and um um and they, they told me who I was playing, and I was so excited because I was a huge fan. And so it was like, I, I knew who that was. I knew who Tracy Bluth was. I'd watched all the seasons. I'd wondered about who she was. So it was fun to, it was really fun to do that.
1: Oh, that's, I'm I'm not going to say I'm jealous because I personally didn't audition for it. But I think that <laughs> is so awesome. I mean, if there is going to be one cameo that you can be known for, that's got to be one of the big ones, at least in my book. Yeah. I'm a huge
2: fan. Well, thanks. I,
0: yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of of that show. Cool. Well, and I, I I would have to add, to add to that is that uh, if you looked at all the different um, shows and the the cast of characters who who you played, but also who you played with as well. You know, so all these all these all these guys with Strangers with Candy. There's Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. There's uh. Mm-hmm. The, the, Sedaris' uh, sister, yeah, Amy Sedaris, uh, Amy uh, Amy Sedaris, Paul Danello, did Daniello. a lot of stuff too. Um, and yeah. then, in, uh, and then, the the first time that I can um, that I saw you was in a movie called Accepted. Um, do you oh
2: remember
0: yeah, doing
2: that one? yeah, and uh, I I blacked out during that time. No, I I remember doing
0: that one. <laughs> well, and you know. and... Uh, <laughs> If you were to go back and watch that again, look at the cast, the 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 up and coming people that you kinda of started with there. Um can you yes. kind of take us through that experience working with um the the Yeah, I mean got what Justin Long, Justin Long. Jonah Hill, yes. uh was it with Blake yes, Lively? Like Blake John.
2: Lively. Um uh yeah, it was I think it was Jonah's uh First? no second movie i think he had done a little part in um i heart Hucklebee's. uh and i think he'd gotten that sort of because he might be he knew uh, he was friends with somebody's uh, uh, maybe uh uh what'd you say
4: you was She's, friends yeah with... maybe she was just yeah. like
2: he just sort of lucked into it and um and then he but he was so funny and um i remember just feeling like he was so Unafraid. Like I'd been, I'd, I'd done Treasure with Candy. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd uh, gone to school for acting, and I was so, um, you know, it's just like nervous and want to do a good job. And he would just, he would just. Um, you know, there's this whole machine of 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 making a movie and all this money. Like, I'm always conscious for some reason of like how much everything. Maybe because my family didn't, have, we were but we're not like super wealthy, but I'm always conscious of like how much everything costs. So like when I, when I hear like one minute of the film, every time we roll the camera, it costs like ten thousand dollars. I'm like, oh my god, I've got I got to make this ten thousand dollars worth.
3: But he would just
2: <laughs> he would just ruin takes by like swearing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something we could never put in a movie. <laughs> um, um, but it was fun. Justin, I, Justin, I, I didn't know, but I feel like I knew his work before that. He was probably the most established person. And Blake uh, was just like a, like a. I went to her 18th birthday party, which was like candy themed. It had, I remember, it was very fancy. It had a chocolate fountain, um, um, and just more candy than anyone could ever ingest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that sounds really hot, by the way. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, I'll look for some images on fun, Google right first, now. What do you say?
1: Well, we'll have to we'll have to look for some images on Google of this mythical of the, candy oh, yeah. party. Of that, of that this 18-year-old. Blake I'm very sorry, I missed.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> Um yeah. Uh, do you, uh,
1: so yeah. Are, do you still stay in touch with I mean I'm not saying that everyone becomes a pen pal the minute they work together on a movie but you know you saw so, you, you know, know I... these people are all like on their way up and they're still you could argue they're still on their way up but do you ever yeah. hear from them now or do they feel like they're in another strata?
2: No, I I um I I haven't I I see Justin more than anybody probably. Um um and I haven't, I did other stuff with Jonah after that. I think he was he we were in Hawaii together for um for getting Sarah Marshall. Um uh, uh, and uh um but Blake I haven't I just follow her career on uh a, a Google Images. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's the only thing <laughs> she lets to It's, how me I do it's a crazy uh, it's uh, crazy
2: to know her way when she was such a like and go to her candy party. And then now she's like very
0: sophisticated,
2: <laughs> but she's always uh, like a very sweet person, very sweet, very sweet
1: lady. Well, I'll be the judge of that when I finally force my way into her house.
2: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is I'm gonna stop talking about like Lively because. <laughs> do, you,
0: do you know where she lives?
2: <laughs> I
1: know. Won't return my calls. Do you have any?
0: <laughs>
4: All right. Yeah. Before I. Get-
2: you know this is being recorded,
0: don't you? <laughs> this is totally being recorded. I'm, I'm actually on the phone with the lawyers. There you go. Uh,
1: yeah, that's fun out of control.
2: Well, as as we're,
1: uh, we're talking about uh, horrible, inappropriate things. I want to yeah, throw out great. a question for you. I don't, I'm don't. I, I, so afraid. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure exactly how crass or inappropriate this is, in fact. It's such a new territory. Oh. But,
2: it sounds like it's going to be horrible. Okay.
1: Well, do you think there's a bias in Hollywood or maybe... In 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 the world in general,
0: against gingers. <laughs> no gingers are Ooh. like the new thing. Go ahead. Yeah, um, it, 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 are
2: gingers it, the new thing?
0: Yeah, I actually just saw on uh, Yahoo News or whatever. There's like this like cult following now, like this camp now where all these gingers all get together, and it's like you know it's out in the woods up in Washington State or something. So have you been a part of these you know these meetings? They have not meetings?
2: no one. No one has invited me. Um, I, it's, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not friends with any redheads, so. Oh. Um, um, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> it is actually oh, sort of, terrible. it always has been a club, like when I walk, what, was sorry?
1: Uh, the the self-hatred in the gender community is, it's a blight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Um, when you, when you, you would walk down the street, when I lived in New York and you walked down the street and I saw a redhead, you'd sort of like, there is like a little club, like, hey, um, we're <laughs> both redheads, which is like a little, uh. Shake of the head. Um, yeah. um So
0: it's a it's, greeting.
2: It's,
0: it's like mm-hmm. kind of like you own a jeep, in a, in a, in a, and like when you're driving a jeep and you pass another guy in a jeep, you kind of go, "Hey, what's up?" You know. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I like drove a jeep for like four or five years, and every time I drove uh-huh. another guy, you know, if I was driving one way, another guy had a jeep. there's always just like this one little uh-huh. look. You just I'm like, "Oh, you're in the club," you know? Oh. Uh-huh. I hope I have some snubbing. That's nice. The
2: instant friends.
0: <laughs> exactly. So you know, we're we're just kind of wondering about this whole ginger kind of community, or is it more like an uprising? Are you guys going to take things over? Well,
2: well I it, don't it, know. I I haven't seen I haven't seen the South Park ginger. I I was I hated being a redhead when I was a kid, and then as an adult, I'm okay with it. It's sometimes good. I feel like I'd be a lot shyer if I was not didn't have red hair because people talk to you when you have red hair. But I mean, um,
0: really. can you kind of elaborate on that? Like like. Um, how do you think that's happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or,
2: or do you think I, maybe do that's think just it? the pickup
0: line? Yeah. Yeah. What is that?
2: Well, no, because it's not just. It's not just like guys. It's like um, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you're. Um, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's. 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 Uh, you know. It's. It's people that I assume don't want to sleep with me. Like, like old ladies and. Um, you know. Huh? Just like people. People say like, oh, you're a you know, my uncle had red hair, or my—you know—it's just like, oh, you—you you know, something. I don't know. It's just—I like, guess it's just something to to talk. To. It's like something immediate. I always have, what is that thing called, like when you put something on your outfit so people will always have something to talk about with you, like a little statement piece or something. You know, like a pin uh, or something like, oh, crazy. Oh, like like
1: flair or mm, like flare uh, or
2: something. Yeah. So, like, I have flare going out of my head. <laughs> so whether I want it or not, it's there. <laughs> But when I was – I've never – well, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say a club foot or or a hair lip would probably do the same thing. So you kind of got off easy then. That's right. right. Yeah,
2: I did. I did. That's why I grew up to be a very shallow person.
1: Yeah, (laughs) instead of just nodding to other Um, club footed people walking around.
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I I, uh, I need to check out this – was that part of your research, or did you hear about this for this interview, or did you hear about
1: well, it earlier? Well, no, we're actually—I I, swear—I keep reading uh, articles, but um, they're all like uh, from the BBC. Though I think over in England, Scotland, and stuff, there is uh-huh. maybe it's just because there, there, there's
0: such there's actually little a diversity. Right well, a- that, actually, yeah, there, there's, it
1: is, uh, there's
0: there's a um, there's a theory that within our lifetimes, basically, well, our our next generation, right? Our our kids within their lifetime yeah. there will be no yeah. more redheads. Like you guys are. Yeah,
2: I've heard empty that too.
0: That I hadn't heard about that. it, it feels, oh yeah, it feels a, like
2: sure. as a redhead, you should marry another redhead just to. Yeah,
0: you guys got to keep you know. it going. Well, because
2: well, now
1: now we're starting to cross Well, line.
0: the thing is now, um, redhead <coughs> women are are they are. Beautiful. You have the red hair. Usually, you have some big blue or green eyes. You have the freckles all over. You're light skinned, so it's beautiful, and I encourage it completely. However, redhead guys, <laughs> they're the total opposite. They're freaky, kind of weird. They, a lot of them have like the red eyes. So no, I don't see you. Red eyes. I, I don't think that's going to work eye. out. I, well, I'm 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 actually kind of thinking of that little uh, redhead guy that's on Even? a uh, uh, Christmas story. I, I always think of that guy. He, he's like the. Oh. The typical redheaded guy in my mind. Oh, oh,
1: yeah. I thought maybe you were confusing him with
0: albinos. No, no, they have white eyes, don't they? What? But no, no, no. Okay, so look, there is a (laughs) really. No, I know, (laughs) I know what you mean.
2: I know what you mean. Eric Stoltz. Eric. I feel like guys have Eric Stoltz for like hot redheads.
0: Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. There you (laughs) go, Rocky Dennis. (laughs) Rocky Dennis is not (laughs) a good-looking (laughs) guy. Wow. That wasn't, up, cu- uh, that, was, that wasn't
2: his. That was that his cutest moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it showed his dedication. Go so right out there. Yeah.
0: God bless. Real Very actor brave. There. Way to go. <laughs> wow.
1: Okay. Uh, oh. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, the point I was making um, is apparently there's a real bullying problem over in the uh, UK against. I'll, uh, I'll uh, tell kids. you. When
2: I the only time I've been bullied as a I'm not I mean I don't know what it was bullied as an adult. Um, was in the UK with, by this little kid. I was walking down the street, and he was like ginger <laughs> to me. <laughs> and he must have been like, I couldn't believe what was happening. He like it was just him and me walking down the street. It wasn't even like a group of people. I mean, a group of like kids or anything. He just took it upon himself to harass me, an adult. That's
1: that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's 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 apparently in the UK at least. It's dangerous to be a ginger. I think you should have just, yeah. did, you, did you kick his ass?
2: No, I didn't. I did the same thing that I did when I was a kid, which is I pretended I didn't hear him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that that makes me a little sad. But, well, I I have to say, I've got nothing against gingers. I love redheads, and I had a crush on you from Strangers with Candy onward. Oh. So if I, if I saw you on the street, I wouldn't scream ginger. I'd probably scream oh, something. Oh,
2: good. You, probably, you beat that kid up, right?
1: Oh, I would chase him around a block and throw him under a <laughs> lorry, whatever they got out there.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, we should
1: probably start wrapping this up. I feel like we've taken your okay. whole day. But I do want to mention that when we talked to uh, Jason Moliner and uh, Andrew uh, uh, Weinberg. Weinberg. Weinberg the other day, we tried to convince them that there's actually a bitter uh-huh. rivalry between uh, Eagle Heart and uh, NTSF, N T S F U S U V S D whatever, the... Uh, the Paul the Paul Shear Show.
2: Yes, yes, now, yes. Is yes. there, first wha- of all,
1: is there any truth in that rumor? Mm-hmm. And second, have you heard that rumor come back to you yet? Is, is it taken you
2: Are you the ones that made up that rumor?
1: That's, well, we like to think we reported on the rumor if it's taken off. <laughs>
2: but,
0: or or do you have anything <laughs> bad to say about them? That's yeah, actually what we're yeah, trying to We'll
1: explain. give you a platform here if you just want to tear in.
0: <laughs> about
2: that show or about Paul or... Um oh, it's gonna be As real boring. Please. I don't have anything bad to say about them <laughs> I really, nice people i wish that there was more um uh crossover um um i think brett is on the sh- was on the show uh this past season um mm-hmm. um on n t s f i do wish i could i do F-U-B. wish that i could say their name one time yeah. correctly
1: that's true. well they, um, they dare us not to so i'm not, I'm not gonna uh, that's their own fault, yeah that's damn right. it uh, but when, yeah. yeah. it's not easy and <laughs> quick and fun like Eagle Heart, so you what know what, what secretly what, what we're you... on your side,
2: <laughs> so you're trying to make a a a rivalry
1: well i'm I'm just reporting the facts as I wrote them down <laughs> earlier. Uh-huh.
2: So, Where did you uh, get these facts, though, that you got you got them from
1: I don't your... have time to research everything uh-huh. I make up.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Lots of stuff to do. So uh, yeah, if you're not going to help us get this uh, this fire burning, uh, well, we'll just lie and say you did.
2: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Edit this out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've got to get Paul Shear on Edit side. something
2: together. I probably said something bad about somebody.
1: Um, <laughs> yep, I know. Can, I've got got attach one Paul Shear's name somewhere. to it.
3: <laughs> I like
1: it. Just got you saying, Paul, here. All right. I think we've got everything we need. I, we got to here. We can Twitter for more and even maybe a ransom note if we need to. All right. Well, thank you so much, Maria. Uh, All right. And thank you. Nice to meet remember, you guys. And, and thank you for taking time out of your day and also giving me oh, an pleasure. excuse to watch my whole afternoon on Netflix with Strangers with Candy, oh,
2: I'm glad. The
1: Rest of Development, um, Eagle Heart. That's a good movie. And I've been lucky rock. to be
2: on some great shows. It really, those, those, those are the good ones too. So
1: well, I'm you're, glad you're, you enjoyed. You're, you're Tracy fucking Bluth. So
2: <laughs>
1: rock on. Never forget it. Yeah, hold your, hold your red after that. Up, I kept high.
2: seeing, I kept seeing Michael Sarah, uh, just different places, like out,
0: and <laughs> I
2: always felt. Instantly, so I mean, so old because I played his mom at a younger, a younger version where we were, like hanging out with groups of people and felt like I don't know. He, well, I, I felt strange about it. Well,
1: yeah, he's he's going to look twelve forever though. That's not entirely your fault. <laughs> I think a lot of women would go up and want to hold him like a baby anyway, or or Michael Sarah. All right. Thank you so All much, right. Maria. All right, Everybody, thank you. Catch All Maria right. on Eagle Heart, November 14th, Thursdays at midnight, Season 3, Adult Swim. Look it up if you haven't seen it. I'll and, be watching. Oh, I know I'll be watching. Two straight weeks. <laughs> thanks, thank you guys. again, Maria. All right, thanks, thank Maria. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: I'm the super monster with the super sweet new series. wh what are your thoughts on that little ginger?
0: I think she was a pleasure. You know, and um, it's funny because, like, the actual use of the word ginger to me, it always sounds a little kind of creepy. Mm. You know, it mm. always sounds like you're kind of, you know, but it's not. You know, be like, oh, hey, you're a.
1: Well, you know, history will decide. I mean, we'll see if, you know, our grandkids aren't, you know, like rolling their eyes and, and trying, trying to hide the hole in the ground every time we say, oh, look at that ginger over there. Yeah, maybe. Hanging out
0: with an Oriental. <laughs> A Chinaman.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see. Right now it seems fun. We can just throw the word ginger around. I don't know, Fifteen years ago, no one ever
0: really, I don't know if the word, well, Gilgan, I assume
1: it did mean it, but I didn't know.
0: It was, I mean, I, I always thought that it was associated with hot with hot girl because of Gilligan's Island, right? Because it was ginger and then Marianne. is. Is that where the term comes from? I don't know. I think it's because it's ginger color. You know. I yeah, that, that was what but, I thought. I
1: think it was, you know. But in the last decade, I heard the use of ginger meaning like redhead for the first time. I don't
0: know how long it's been around. I'm assuming it's been around forever, but I'm, I'm saying that the actual, the, what's going on in like my mind is ginger is sexy, glamorous woman. Well, I'll tell redhead. you what, Maria Thayer fits that bill. I know. And you know what I actually meant to actually um talk to to uh, ask her about was she also does something that is really really rare with the female species. And that's I mean, I'm mean i not even talking about the whole ginger part, but she does the little uh the little butt chin thing, the little uh the little dimple on the chin. Yeah, the the yeah, cleft yeah.
1: chin? Yeah. I don't, well, I don't think what? she does it. Well, well no, that that is what that is the the
0: term, I think. Yeah. She she has it. Yeah. And oh, she's still I mean she's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. like it's that you pull that off Uh, you know that's that's saying something there you know what I mean
1: she is uh, I think as the the psychotic person might say very symmetrical in the face
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think she's just gorgeous and just really great to talk to oh I I did kind of screw something up though Um, Jonah Hill um, he is friends with Schwartzman and I know that there is a connection between all of this But when she asked, you know, how he kind of lucked into that role um, on I Heart Huckabees, it was because um, it was because Jonah Hill was friends with Dustin Hoffman's kid. And then I guess he would go over to dinner and all that stuff with them. And then Dustin Hoffman was the one that basically put Jonah Hill into I Heart Huckabees. And then I guess that led into this incredible career. Now he's working with Brad Pitt, getting Oscar nominations and shit, you know, and Preservantly so
1: he's an incredible actor, I think. Yeah,
0: he's yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm not saying that I wouldn't have been even better at every single thing he's done, but yeah. Yeah, you know, more power to him.
0: <laughs> you would not be okay, better correct. than anything he's done. <laughs> That's <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, so um the theme of today's show. Adult swim.
1: Adult swim. I think uh yeah, we talked about it earlier. We talked about it with uh Maria. Uh it it i want to go back to the idea that it's a a love it or hate it thing not a lot of people in between i know you're not a big adult swim fan but i yeah. but i think that you don't dismiss all the shows you don't say well that doesn't make sense i don't think it's very funny
0: i like and what it it's stands for and it's over in 10 minutes I, I do like what it stands for yeah and know, they like that, i'm glad that it's that it's that it's here you know and when i get a chance to well let me just kind of make a quick little note about this is um is that I actually just recently even got the connection with the terminology of adult swim. Let me explain. Yes, please do. I was in a hotel, and I I travel a lot for my grown-up job. uh, It's a lot of hotels and and such. And so, you know, I finally kind of figured out that when you say adult swim, what that means is kids out of the pool, adults in the pool. Yep. Yeah. And so, (laughs) you know, I just, I never really... I never really thought of that. That never really came to mind. So even years ago, when Cartoon Network started their nightly programming as Adult Swim, which is how I believe it all kind of started, Mm -hmm. um, they started calling it that, and I just, you know, I really did not know that it has an actual root meaning, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I uh, didn't know
1: that. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I'm not trying to brag, but yeah, I think I got it much earlier on than you, apparently.
0: but I got it, like, last Tuesday. Maybe. <laughs> right, yeah.
1: Well, I think Well, uh, what I associated it with was more, um, maybe I just wasn't hanging out at the pools as much, but uh, roller skating rink. Oh. Uh, everybody clear the floor. It's adults only, adults only, you know, so that, you know, back when roller skating was, was hip, you could get out there and do your fancy moves and you weren't going <laughs> to
0: you know, roundhouse
1: school, yeah. uh, a six-year-old who kept falling down.
0: <laughs> As you were doing your, you can dance. Yeah, you can gy- I'm doing some like gy- some gyrations right now. You guys can't. Dude, there's
1: a whole dance that goes along with it <laughs> that only I was subjected to.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, everybody. Um, the spirit of my bad dancing hopefully reaches you all. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so but you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. It, it. Starts with the terminology, and that's what they're trying to get out there and say. And uh, uh well, we talked about the history of it earlier on at the beginning of the show. But to go back to it, yeah, it, it did come out of repurposing uh, old—I uh, think it was Hanna-Barbera mm-hmm. cartoons—and making them completely different. And it was something they knew they couldn't sell to kids.
0: Yeah.
1: And Cartoon Network wants to be on for 24 hours a day, but after nine o'clock at night, you really shouldn't be showing kids cartoons. You know, I guess yeah, gives the kids a reason to, you know, sneak downstairs or turn on their yeah, TV. Yeah. Parents just don't like it. They said, "All right, since we got this time, we got a bunch of extra footage, and uh, and there and dub over it. We'll give them that little slot, and that's what it turned into. Over the years, now there's less and less. Even cartoons, you've got. Uh, I don't think they do any repurposed footage or anything. It's all original stuff now, and we are the ones who made. We, the viewers, are the ones who made it happen. So clearly, there's some cultural significance, some reason for it to keep going and to keep growing the way it is." Uh, and in no small part is it the creative talents of of this generation this uh who who you keep saying we've got this fascination with not growing up yes and i that think you and i think you're accurate there and i and i love discussing that uh and these people made a living off of it people like who you ask Who's it? well people like say jason volner
0: Jason Wollner, well, I I think I've met this guy before.
1: You have. In fact, we taped an interview with him, uh, as we mentioned with uh, Maria Thayer earlier. He uh, sat down with us a couple weeks ago, and we talked about Eagle Heart uh, premiere uh, Thursday the 14th, which is probably in the past as you hear this, but that doesn't mean you have any excuse not to watch Eagle Heart Thursdays at midnight, Adult Swim. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I'm Grim Shea, joined, as always, by my co-producer, Marquis. E. Say hi, Marquis. E. Hello. And joining us today is Jason Volner. Uh, he's a executive producer, writer, creator with uh, Eagle Heart, season premiere for season three, November 14th on Adult Swim, Thursdays at midnight. And we've got a lot of questions for him. <laughs> Jason, how are you today?
3: Good. How are you guys doing?
1: No, really good, really good. Thanks for asking. Uh, I know you don't have a whole lot of time, so we're going to try and tear through this. Before we get going, just to give people uh, another clue who you are, uh, (laughs) Human Giant. Yes. Which uh, uh, MTV six, seven years ago?
3: Gosh, um, yeah, it was, we, that show, I think it started in 2000, it ran 2007, 2008, so what is it, 2013? Well, how many years was that? That's five. That's uh, about five that's... years ago. <laughs> okay, good. That's why I was asking.
0: Good. I wasn't going to figure that <laughs> out. Like it, was, it was a totally different world then, too.
3: It was. It was pre-9-11, I think, wasn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or pre-9-11, well, it's like... 2009.
1: It was pre-post-post-9-11. That's we right. were still a little
0: tender. That's yeah. right.
3: We were innocent people at the time. <laughs> we were an innocent nation.
0: <laughs> we are still licking our wounds, I guess. And we needed a giant. <laughs>
3: And uh, and
1: this was great because people, even if they don't remember, I, I admit I had to uh, look it up on the old interweb myself just to refresh myself what it was. I remember the term. I said, oh, he was involved in that. And now I remember <laughs> why it stuck in. Uh, Aziz Ansari, yeah. uh, Rob Hubel, and Paul Scheer, all of whom I think from Human Giant onward up to a couple years ago were... Some of the guys on TV at least once a week on some major show where you go, oh, where do I know that guy from? And now yeah, finally, all of them all, getting their breaks.
3: They were all doing uh, various things on this show, Best Week Ever on uh, VH1, and and then also we all were kind of in New York and kind of knew each other and uh, and just started working together and, and did that show. Yeah, and they're all doing great now. Everyone's doing well. Yeah, I think. Well, and you were like the. Paul, uh, the I think Paul might violent. have died actually.
1: Oh, What's that? oh! Is, <laughs> is is there a bitter rivalry between you and Paul? I mean, I, I hope this isn't a sore subject, but Eagleheart and uh, NTSS uh, SD SUV. I, I hope I'm yeah. saying that right. That's a mouthful. Kind of similar.
3: <laughs> Very similar. Um, I mean, th- th- honestly, no, there 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 isn't at all. We're we're still like he's one of my closest friends. Um, but it was actually we were in. Uh, New York at Comic-Con and doing like a panel uh, last week, I think, to promote Eagle Heart. And someone in the audience, they, there was a and a and someone asked if we were going to do a crossover, if we would ever do a crossover between our show and his. And, um, and you know, we said, oh, we're, we're all friends. It just, you know, it hasn't come up yet, but it's something that could be a lot of fun. And then uh, Paul was actually in the audience in the back, and he stood up and started screaming, uh, when, when will it happen? And it uh, <laughs> very funny.
0: Oh, okay. So, I guess the fans have spoken. That's, that's kind of
3: lesson.
1: <laughs> so we get Paul Shearer on the phone later, he's gonna confirm this is all amicable.
3: Oh, uh you know what, if I were you I wouldn't bring my name up to Paul. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> you owe him money. That's what to yeah. Uh no, it's really amicable. Yeah, we're all we're all good friends. It's a very small world, but he's in you know, he's one of my oldest friends in uh show business. <laughs>
1: Oh well, a, a, an industry known for long friendships.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and uh, and actually, well, I who got their Adult Swim premiere first? Was it you or uh, or the NTSF
4: guys?
3: It was us. I remember because we were shooting our first season, and NTSF started as a fake trailer um, in the middle of uh, the show Children's Hospital, and so I, I believe they shot that. While we were shooting, I think we're in the middle of shooting our first season, so I think we were on the air first.
1: Oh, oh, that does You're make them to start smack of desperation,
3: are not you? What's that?
1: it 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 does make them seem a little desperate. So kudos to
3: you. <laughs> if there is a rivalry, I'm going to close this It's a very, it's a very different now. show. They because they're they're kind of about you know procedurals and NCIS and CSI and those kinds of shows, and and our show has you know started as kind of like an action show. Um, uh, take, but is now I think just kind of insane, and uh, it, it doesn't really even exist in that world so much anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you can probably blame a lot of that on Chris Elliott, who's got to be a joy <laughs> to true. work with, but is he is out there? I love Get a Life, mm-hmm. and I think he's bringing that same kind of you don't know what he's about to say mentality to uh, to Eagle Heart.
3: Yeah, no, that's we, we we think he's, you know, the funniest person. And uh, and the way he's described the character yeah, is, yeah, what if the guy from Get a Life, you know, just for some reason became a U.S. Marshal. <laughs> and so, cause, I mean, a lot of the things we do on our show of just him being himself in this kind of crazy world where sometimes they'll be back in time, like, uh, you know, or be, like, there was an episode of Get a Life called The Big City where he was in this, like, very stylized black-and-white version of New York, and we've done silly things like that and, and yeah no it's 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 definitely um a uh in the same tone well we I mean, may,
1: maybe it's uh i don't know if it's like a conscious effort on uh on on you guys part but i noticed in the trailers for the third season it's actually going to be a full story arc
3: Yes, that is, was intentional uh, yeah
1: that, that that seems like uh like almost you you're trying to ground it now a little bit, just to keep it from every week just floating away into, you know, guys in giant trucks kidnapping guys in small <laughs> vans.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was levels. kind of uh, that was the idea that we really got excited about this year was to see if we could take if we could keep the show as crazy, but also put in this one long story that would not necessarily make you care about the way that you know you would care about to see what happens on like Breaking Bad or something, but. Would keep people interested week to week and 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 allow us to do um, just weirder things with it, but but also have it kind of wrapped up in this one big big story.
1: Well, you do the trailer perfectly. I mean, that is a spot on <laughs> blockbuster, and you know, l- literally, I wanted more when it was oh, done. Oh, that's
3: awesome! Thank you. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, well done. We tried to do it like the trailers that I like, where it looks like something you want to see more of but you really can't tell what's going on which uh, i mean there's things that are implied but um you know our favorite youtube comments were like this looks great i don't know what the hell this things about <laughs> so that's kind of uh, where we like to well, be
1: well you're doing it you've got me excited and and you know <laughs> you know a show that would never have the balls to pull off something like that ntsf uh, right i day.
3: can't i can't <laughs> go well, I there i promise you I, that I, have yet to see the trailer this I love. Oh, we love those guys. That show's really funny. That you're trying to start a war? I got kids to feed. I don't actually have uh. children.
1: <laughs> oh no, I actually do have children. Well, that's that's <laughs> and it's good to hear that you feed them.
3: <laughs> but, I feed local oh. kids, not mine. Um, There's uh people trying hey, to stop it. That's
1: good. I barely feed mine, so someone's got to. <laughs> his mouth, but it's actually <laughs> it's, it's funny you bring up kids because yeah, something what else I, want to I wanted to with. talk about. Uh, you are a bona fide former child star, if I'm not I'll mistaken.
3: Ch- child actor, <laughs> I think uh, stars child. stars is <laughs> dredge. Thank you. Well, but if you break it down now, and this is
1: why I say it for for those listening as uh, as uh, Jason Vol. Am I saying it right? By the way, Wallener or is it Walloner Walloner
3: yeah, I think Walliner
1: all right. I lost that bet. Well, Walliner. If you're if you're willing to say it, so am I. <laughs> uh, but Mr. Walliner was in a lot of commercials in late eighties, mid eighties, around the right time. Uh
3: yeah, mid to mid late mid eighties to early nineties. I was in uh I don't know, like thirty or forty commercials, I think. Yeah. No, but I but no, hey, nothing hey, like the oh, the Mikey the he the likes time. kid or whatever.
1: Well, yeah, but uh I guess Mikey would have been a child star too, but these were not just any old commercials. You weren't just sitting in the in the back seat of the new Toyota Camry or something. You were in commercials for Legos, for Burger King, for McDonald's, for and this is the one I want to get to, <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin.
3: <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin, which is that is one of the few that are on YouTube. Um, if you, it's a it's a birthday party, it's a prize party, and. It's all the kids and their friend Teddy Ruxpin is a talking uh, robot bear, and they bring in a surprise. And they unwrap them, and it's none other than Grubby, uh, Teddy's <laughs> friend, who was another creature of some sort. And they sing a song together. And if you watch that commercial, I uh, there's a close up of me, and I go Grubby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Immortal lines. You you don't have to remind us.
3: Oh, okay, we, we yeah. Should, well, sure act actually
1: i I was gonna ask i I didn't know which commercial, but um we we are actually kind of into the old Saturday morning cartoons kind of revival, how it's going in uh entertainment today uh well I think you know adult swim arguably is a direct you know result of us growing up with those, but uh going into that so much on the show. Uh, we did do a, an exhaustive YouTube search for old commercials that would have been airing, and I had one particular Teddy Ruxpin commercial in mind that we I think even used some audio from. But it was mm-hmm. one, I think, where the kid, it's a show-and-tell, and the kid brings in Teddy Ruxpin, and the other kids are laughing at him because they say it's a teddy bear, and boom, you know, right as he's about the to get a to gun t- to school. He hits, he hits play. Well, you <laughs> no. really do see it in his eyes.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: If Teddy Ruxpin had not magically started talking there, there would have been blood on the chalkboard.
3: <laughs>
1: but yeah, I guess in my heart of hearts, I was hoping perhaps I was talking to uh,
0: to that kid. No offense to you, sir.
3: Uh, I'm so sorry he to was, disappoint you.
0: He was grubby, not Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Apparently,
3: yeah. I was more of a grubby man.
0: Well, you know what? And you should thank your uh, lucky stars that it that it wasn't one of those little Chucky dolls. Uh, what, what was a little? Oh, it was a uh, my buddy. Those things were a joke.
3: Oh, those! My are, those buddy, were, those were big. And kid sister, yeah, that was a song that uh, was sung quite a bit in my house growing up.
1: Oh, uh, kid sister. <laughs> yeah, you now, got it. Now it's fine, yeah. perfect. Well, <laughs> well, well, tell me, uh, you were a kid uh, from I what I understand, yeah. even on camera. But you must have watched cartoons growing I up. I did
3: watch a lot of cartoons. Yeah.
1: What was it like being the kid in half the commercials that were on in between the breaks? That I can't imagine that experience.
3: I don't remember it actually. <laughs> I don't remember. Even it at like all. your
0: like, friends and stuff at 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 uh, school, they you know were they kind of teasing I, you, you know, laughing at you, nothing like that.
3: What uh, I don't what, remember. Uh, uh, I might have that? had like yeah. a horrible childhood because I don't remember any of it. I might have like blocked it out. I remember wow. having a tape of commercials that it aired. But I don't remember ever seeing anything uh, on TV. But I did watch a lot of TV and a lot of cartoons. Well, that's really weird. I've never thought of that before. Huh? That well. like something horrible might have happened to me that I'm trying not to remember.
1: <laughs> I don't think you know a damaged child is going to be made to be excited about grubby the way you clearly <laughs> were. Maybe that's just. Yeah, but they could have to been, been like
3: prodding me with something. <laughs> I really yeah. don't remember any of this. The only thing I remember I remember some disappointments of uh I was doing a commercial for I think it was like pop rocks I think. It was like a bunch of kids. Uh and they were like, We need one kid to volunteer and I raised my hand and they're like, Okay, you can go home and <laughs> they sent me home and no whoever's trying to driving home with like my dad, he's like, Why'd you raise your hand? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you just talked some family like their 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 oh, meals for a week. That Way was to go. Pop rock's money.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could have been a pop rock star and oh, you have, I had, had Pop
3: it. Rocks last week for the first time in my adult life, I think. I you was at make- this like you know uh there's like foodie restaurants like where weird, weird food stuff, they put weird, you know, weird food together with crazy ingredients and one of the desserts had pop rocks in them and it made your mouth fizzle
1: oh i remember that well no don't tell me this was this one of those like molecular gastronomy thirty dollars basically of, yeah a helium yeah, balloons uh... turkey and um,
0: <laughs>
1: the real pop it was, it was rock experience
0: was 7-eleven for 40 cents and you put the whole package <laughs> yeah like you you basically down the whole package and it just goes crazy
3: and it just crackles uh. in your
0: mouth.
3: <laughs> oh. you mix mixing this with big league chew. So, oh, you know, chewing
1: the chewing tobacco over right. kids. <laughs> I don't think I do that. <laughs> no way. I, that wow! I never did that. You easily could have talked me into it as a kid. I like to Do it now. That. Nope. That's <laughs> where adulthood came in. That's one of those arbitrary lines well, appears to
2: have
1: been drawn. I, I,
0: I would I would say that this is this is uh, a reason why your station is is on the air now is because we just kind of refuse to grow up, right? I mean, we're still kind of yeah. hanging up to that. Yeah. We, we're we all watching car, uh, cartoons. I mean, I I own a Darth Vader helmet, you know? Like, I mean, we, <laughs> we have – we <laughs> just refuse to grow up. So a thing like Pop Rocks, I mean, I could see why that could still have a, you know, a market, a place. Yeah.
3: You, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: I – I'm going to go ahead and come out and admit it about two minutes after this interview is over, I'm getting in my yeah. car, I'm going to the liquor store, I'm buying some liquor, but I've, <laughs> but just to cover the fact that there will be three packets of, uh, I'm probably going to go strawberry Pop Rocks.
0: I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> uh,
1: do it. Well, I hope they will. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us, Jason. Uh, let's again uh, get thanks in. So for, uh, oh, yeah, no. Thanks so much for having me on. No, it's been a pleasure and I, I want you, I just want to reiterate I'm not disappointed that you weren't yeah. the kid I was thinking of. I don't want I, uh, day. I'm still proud oh. of you being the grubby boy.
3: <laughs> the grubby boy is uh very ashamed right now.
0: Oh, oh come no,
1: on. I don't do that. We
0: are very excited about your show. Uh I actually just saw it for the first time uh, yesterday. Uh looking forward to catching on it and it's uh when can we catch the show again? Uh, it's uh, November 14th if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Right? That's correct.
3: Good. At midnight for 10 solid weeks.
1: <laughs> 10 <laughs> Of ten, ten
0: grubby weeks that NTSS could just never touch if they even
2: tried.
1: <laughs> right. And then following that, he'll be working on the uh upcoming human giant uh reboot, uh reunion. You heard That's it right. here first. That's right. We're doing and it. and uh, good luck to you in your ongoing Twitter war with Paul shear
3: Thank you. I uh I hate him. I hate him. There we go. Okay. That's the sound bite. A I think. I wish Some milk. reason we wanted. <laughs> Is that what you people want? You want That's blood? You yep. Want blood filled.
1: Yep. We're just vultures. <laughs> and finally, you've laid down and died to us, and allowed us to make up a room. <laughs>
4: well, With a little
1: probably. luck, this will be the first one that sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Our, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, I know I'll be tuning in uh, once again Thursdays at midnight. So technically it's Friday morning, November fifteenth, I think. But don't let that throw you.
3: Uh, that is true, but don't think about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks again,
1: so hurting my brain. Thanks All right, thanks,
3: room. Jason. Have a good Take one. Bye-bye. You Bye-bye.
1: Too. Bye. All right, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, that was Jason Volner, 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 Volner. Don't yeah. make it worse, Jason Walliner.
0: <laughs> that was a good time talking to him.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. I like I like to get uh, kind of the behind the scenes stuff out of. I mean, these Adult Swim shows make almost no sense. Just enough sense to be funny,
0: right? In my opinion. I think that's kind of so you point. always
1: kind of wonder, like, you know, what's it like to sit down and talk with these guys? Surprisingly normal,
0: right? Right. Well, the, uh, I think the other the other kind of point here is that this is not a gossip rag. You know, we're here to kind of learn something. That's right. And, and, you know, we want to kind of, you know, take a peek behind the curtain and stuff. And we can tell that this show is going to be strange and different and weird because Jason is such. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's just.
1: Well, no, uh, see, uh, my point is he wasn't that.
0: No, but I I think there's a little. There's a a, a side to him. There's obviously a creative spark
1: there. But, yeah, it's (laughs) not like all of a sudden in the middle of a sentence he said, and look at my hanky or something weird like that that you (laughs) would see.
0: Uh, no, one, you know, and that, but that's only because no one carries Hanky. Yeah,
1: and we tried to ignite the, uh, uh, the the bitter rivalry, the feud between he and Paul Sheer. Uh, Start a rumor that they were at each other's throats. Their shows are too similar on the same network, and they came up from Human Giant together. We'll see if that sticks.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, We've been spreading I've the seed to...
1: everywhere, and you know where else we do it? With our next interview. Uh, um who's this again? This is Andrew Weinberg. Oh I like this guy. Yeah, we yeah. talked to him. He's uh he wrote for uh Conan O'Brien for mm-hmm. many years, mm-hmm. uh who is also a producer on Eagle Heart. So he, he helped bring it to fruition. So uh we do we do ask him some important questions like is Conan a dick? I assume he is. Well we'll just wait and get the uh the answers right now. Join us, won't you please, in our pre taped interview with Andrew Weinberg. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us. And I am Grim Shea, joined as always by Marquis. E. Say hi again to the people, Mark. Uh, hello again. And we are all joined by Andrew Weinberg, uh writer for Conan O'Brien for many years. I know that show. Uh a lot of people do both shows, four or five shows he's got now. But I think let's let's ask Andrew about that before we get to talking about Eagle Heart. Andrew when did you start with Conan O'Brien? What, what time slot was he in?
4: Uh, I started writing for that show in 2000 when he had the late night show, the 1230 show on NBC. And I was there through the end of that show and through the entire seven-month run of uh, The Tonight Show. Oh ouch.
0: Well you were actually gonna save that question for for later. No. Since, yeah, no, no, okay. since, I mean since he since he brought this up, uh can you tell us a little bit about how that whole situation went? I mean that was that was some juicy stuff.
4: Uh yeah, that was in the the nine years or eight years that I worked at late night, the whole concept of job security had never crossed my mind. And then it really it didn't at the tonight show either. And then one day you know that bomb kind of dropped, and it really—I think it was only like a few weeks from the first mutterings to <laughs> the show being over. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting, an interesting time. And yes, I moved uh, my family out here for the sole purpose of working on that show. Yeah, As did that's a huge graphical piece.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like you just went down the hall to a different studio at NBC in New York. This was a big thing right. for everyone involved. But, mm-hmm. but even, like, behind the scenes, were any of, uh, like, you guys, the writers, maybe even the crew guys saying, you know, m- maybe to just keep quiet and move back to New York, maybe we can just get our old gig going? Or was it, you know, from the get-go, a united front saying, no, they, we can't be treated like this?
4: Uh, you mean, like, did Conan want his 1230 show back, or did we all want to work on whatever show was then occupying
1: that time. I I was kind of thinking, like, Conan, like, if if anybody was saying, you know, Conan, maybe we shouldn't make a big deal about this. You know, we had a good time at 1230.
4: Uh, I don't recall that being an option for him, because I think uh, Jimmy Fallon had already taken over at 1230, and I'm sure he liked the idea of having a show. Um, But he did have the option of, moving the show to midnight, which he did not go for. Um, And we all respected that decision. And I have to say um, in full disclosure that I knew that I was going to be starting the Eagle Heart Show in a few months, so I was not – I saw everyone around me kind of freaking out. What are they going to do? They bought houses out here and moved their families out here, and I had to kind of pretend I had the same concerns but I really didn't.
1: Oh. So but at, at any point did you did you go to the other producers and say,
4: Hey, what do you
1: guys think about having eighteen writers for Equal Heart? <laughs>
4: uh yeah. We could pay them all about fourteen dollars a week.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Not not as much butter on that biscuit, I I imagine. But uh well, the transition into Eagleheart, Heart. That's a good thing you knew ahead of time. And uh, and and Conan O'Brien himself is listed as a producer, or at the very least, mm-hmm. it comes from his production company.
4: Yeah, he he himself is a is an executive producer. Mm. So that's that's probably still that, uh, yeah. that, that that's why he's that's getting that all the that N- that
0: money. That's that N- yeah, that's that NBC money I think coming. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, which he uh, digs into his own pocket all the time to keep this show going, mm-hmm. uh, but no, he's um, a great champion of the show, um, and he really, he tells us all the time how much he likes it, and it's great to have that support, and, um, you know, we still see him uh, and talk to him, um, so it's good to still kind of be in that that family, and we, we are a family. Hello? Wow, they're really good.
1: This, is, this is touching. Really I, I didn't expect this turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep on going. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: but uh, now, now it, it, does he, is he just supportive, or is he down there giving you story ideas? Is he down there telling you what to do a lot, or is he literally uh, just a patron?
4: Um, he's like a, a or Lorenzo de' Medici. Um, so no, he's not involved with, like, the actual production day-to-day production of the show or the writing, but we do show him, especially when the show first started and we were trying to figure out exactly what it should be, we showed him some early cuts, and he gave us his opinion, which we valued greatly, um, and it turns out we had been making some mistakes. Um, oh. No, it's just uh, the show, you know, it was a, the first season, there was a long... There was a period of trying to figure out exactly what the show would be, and we, you know, myself and Jason and Michael Combe and the other uh, co creator and writer had an idea of what it was, and it was, we showed it to people and they had no idea what to make of it. Um, so it took some time to figure out, well, you know, just... what it should be. It... You you make it you
1: make it sound so diplomatic that I'm starting to be concerned that Conan O'Brien's a big dick.
4: Um. Yeah. Well, I've I've been <laughs> winking this whole time. This is not right. Okay. That's okay. what
1: that's what I was
4: picking up on.
1: All right. Someone seems that great on camera. You always wonder. Yeah. Seems like kind oh, of a yeah. dick. Seems like I've, if I had my own show and he was a producer, he'd walk all over it.
0: Well, you know what um, I. I I saw that it was like on uh, Netflix or something. It was a, it was a show about Conan doing that like stand up like tour. Oh, yeah, like did, mm-hmm. did you see this one?
4: Yeah, the documentary. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And man, did he just he he does come off really rough on that one. Uh, was that by yeah, design you know. or is that just the way it is?
4: Um, like God's design. <laughs> <laughs> Who made him that way? I don't know. Really? Because that, um, is, that is
0: hard. That is pretty hard.
4: Um, <laughs> No, he uh, he's, sorry, go on. No, 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 no we're asking. Ahead, I... he, he's, like, the funniest person, as you can imagine, um, and just, you know, getting to be around that in, like, a real-world environment was always fun, and getting, actually, like, you know, he is, he does like to uh, mess with people he likes, he likes to... Can I say shit on them? Uh, it was always a badge of honor when he would set his sights on you. Um, oh. But uh, he enjoyed it. He enjoyed doing that. That's when he's at his best, and uh, <laughs> it was fun. He's a funny, funny man.
1: Oh, all right, all mm-hmm. right. He's a funny, funny man. That's good enough mm-hmm. for me. I'll leave he's it there.
0: I, I actually have um I have one more question about this uh late 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 show thing um mm-hmm. I'm always curious to know when the um when these characters kind of come into play and who's the writer behind them like are you responsible for the masturbating bear you know or you know <laughs> where kind of walk us through like the like the process of like creating these characters and you know do you follow the the same lessons when you write a show like like eagleheart
4: uh well, first, no, I'm not responsible for masturbating bear, but the guy who was, his name is Brian Rich and he has he came in and wrote for Eagle Heart and he wrote an episode this season and he's one of the funniest people. Um so he created the masturbating bear and a guy named Michael Gordon is the masturbating bear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've metaphor? been in that Yes. Uh <laughs> I've been in that bear suit, but as different kinds of bears. Oh, non, uh, well,
1: so the suit got passed around.
4: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been le- less sinful bears.
1: Oh, well, that's... that's You'll also notice you won't even name any of them.
4: But uh, we can't stop see.
1: talking about the masturbating bear. Probably says something about us. Yeah.
4: Yeah, sure. <laughs> I and mean, that's the bear everyone wants to be. Yeah, deep down, I think it is. It mm-hmm. is incredibly funny. Yeah.
0: Uh, so um, what, proud. what uh, characters can we, you know, point at and say, that one's Andrews?
4: I did a lot of there's... I'm trying to think what the setup was. Uh, it'd be like, Conan would say, like, that we have a lot of uh, really um, smart comedy coming up and nothing just stupid and arbitrary. Isn't that right? Uh, And look, isn't that right? One of them was Cactus Chef playing We Didn't Start the Fire on the flute. And he cut (laughs) to it. I remember
0: that. that.
4: Yep, that was mine. And I did a bunch of things to follow that template. There was a Fidel Castro rabbit DJ. There was a uh, scuba diving meatloaf in a wheelchair. There was a bowling ball with an Einstein wig. I forget what his third... They all have like three parts to them.
0: Now, these are all completely ridiculous. And I just want to know, it, is there like a process behind that? Or does this just kind of come to you?
4: Um, I mean, so I guess it sort of became like a formula. Oh, uh, so there is a process. Ha- you know, just think of three unrelated... Uh, descriptors or uh or, or things and sm- smush them together. Um but that was fun. I mean that's those were always my those kinds of really dumb uh ridiculous things were always my favorite things to write.
1: Well how did well then is there is there like a template I mean I know with uh season three coming out uh this Thursday midnight, November fourteenth, that it, you're you're taking it into a kind of a different realm instead of these standalone, or mm-hmm. surreal or hyper real uh, uh, situations. Every episode, there's going to be a story arc. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm guessing recurring characters on a large scale. Uh, is that uh, indicative of the evolution of the writing process for Eagle Heart? Have you finally said, all right, enough playing with these descriptive dice? Let's uh, um, let, let's bat down and get really surreal with it, or
4: well there definitely there is there is definitely the same level of stupid um crazy craziness um that hasn't um abated but we um we tried to uh yeah there's still plenty of that there's still plenty of blood and exploding bodies uh but yeah we just thought that adding take, keeping what we liked about it and what we think people like about it, the like dumb concepts and craziness and just adding a continuing story on top of that we thought could make it more interesting and and fun for us to write because we had never tried that before. Well that's, well as as a viewer, I will say
1: that is what I like about it. I love the dumb setups, the you know, Chris Elliott being Chris Elliott and I think you you guys utilize them so well on that show. Um and of course I love I love violence. I love that mm-hmm. you work it into the show so well. Who
4: doesn't? That's why Exactly. That's parody.
1: why that's why I watch something on T V mm-hmm. that isn't porn sometimes. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and uh and so I'm I you see in my mind Your I porn think doesn't
4: that, have violence in it?
1: It does well. I I assume it does at some point. I just don't watch very, very much in a row.
0: Yeah, it's usually a little. Yeah, I haven't made it to the end of one yet. (laughs) But I've got a large
1: collection. We're working there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But but I wonder if the uh, uh, you know you're almost kind of uh, conscripting yourselves a little more with the idea of doing you know serial season. You know. You know. Not not that you know. I'm asking for all of America to tune in to see you know Walter White at the end of the the uh the season for that you know I still want it to be dumb and want to be able to miss a couple if I need to but
4: mm-hmm.
1: but as you know as a writer is it kind of better to give yourself some restrictions to say all right we have to touch these bases before this episode is up you know kind of um, ground you a little bit
4: I think that it helps just like it helps having the the construct of, like, um, Marshall's office. Like, any show has, it's based in, like, a family or a workplace or something. You have to have something that tethers it to a place or a group of people or else it's, you know, it can't just be, like, a Twilight Zone where every week it's totally new people, totally new place, which is kind of how the show was, where, like, every week it did – didn't matter what happened previously, everything just reset. Um but I mean it yeah, it was interesting and fun for us to uh kind of create this the beginning of this story and then try to see it through and work. I mean, and it's not like quite as intricate as like a madman or breaking bad where you have all these different characters with um mm-hmm. Separate lives going on and they intertwine. Like, there's a small group of main characters and all their stories are pretty closely related. Um, But, yeah, and, you know, we haven't watched the whole season all the way through yet. It'll be interesting to see if we were successful in doing this. We may (laughs) well not have been. But we were. Well, I'm even more excited to see it now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's. it uh, it uh, sounds uh, silly still, you know. Yeah, and that's, it that's is. Kinda what it's no, that's good.
1: Yeah, I don't want it as complex as another Mad Men. So please, so I guess thank you for not going that far. <laughs> not yeah. that I think Adult Swim would let you get away with that anyway.
4: No, originally it was more complex and smarter than Mad Men and Breaking Bad. and We were like, whoa, guys! No <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah, let's pull the yeah. brakes a little bit. Yeah. All right. I mean, well. Curtis, <laughs>
1: we we appreciate that. My brain uh-huh. hurty breaking bad.
0: I I can't watch any more Breaking Bad. I'm Heard. I was glad it's over. You, not, you know
4: you're not going to watch next season. <laughs> I will not watch <laughs> any more Breaking Bad. It's, it's going to be on the secret station. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to watch it anymore.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we let you go, I just want to ask uh, just a purely just a question in my mind. Does uh, Chris Elliott ever improv on the set that, that you just keep in?
4: Uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, he, I mean, we don't have generally, we don't have a lot of time to do those kinds of takes where we just mess around. But he definitely uh, will come up with his own ways of saying things and phrases and little ticks and stuff that they're all, they're really funny. And that's what makes, it really makes us laugh because it's unexpected and uh, it's really just pure him and he's the funniest Oh, good,
1: good. Period. So it sounds it sounds like both Chris Elliott and Conan O'Brien are funny
0: guys and not dicks. They're no. not dicks. Okay. All right. All right. I, I think we did a, We accomplished something today. Good. Good. We've mm-hmm. learned.
1: We've uh,
4: <laughs> all right we've busted well, that myth. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you again for joining us, Andrew Weinberg. Everybody, longtime writer for Conan O'Brien, uh, busting out on his producing own with Eagle Hearts. Uh, well, it's the season three premiere. He's been at it for a while. But November mm-hmm. 14th, Adult Swim, Thursdays at midnight, catch up. It's not going to give you a headache. You won't have to think too hard. We promise. Mm-mm.
4: No. Thank you, Andrew. Right.
1: Thank Thanks you. Thanks for
4: joining us. Thanks.
1: Okay, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us, and I promise we're almost done here.
0: Uh, it feels like we've done this over and over and over again. That's life.
1: Sisyphelian myth.
0: <laughs> Sisyphelian? Oh,
1: things? you know exactly what I was trying to say, because yes, I, I don't.
0: Know. I know, I know. But, no, that was uh, what a great time. I do want to thank, um, well, I I, I want to just kind of jump to the fact that we were just off, you know, and we were talking to Maria. Uh, oh, the lovely Maria Thayer. That was, lovely. was so fun.
1: I got a big crush on her. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think I let it slip. Uh, I don't think... She wrote down my phone number during the break. I think that was just <laughs> pantomime and scratching noises she was doing. Yeah, she's not good. But nonetheless, I got a chance to talk to her, and I feel good for it.
0: Yeah, she she's is.
1: She's hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. She's uh, talented. She's very talented, uh-huh. and she's just she's just fun.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, she's uh, she is the the quintessential cool chick. You know, like you know, the greatest compliment that any woman can have. You know, as far as a, a man goes. Yeah. She's just cool, you know? Uh, isn't that what you want?
1: Damn right. Yeah. You know what, Maria? You're just cool.
0: You're just cool, and you're really just – yeah, she's just beautiful. All right. We're, we're going to get creepy if we keep going. I know. So let's, I hate that.
1: Let's. And I also want to thank uh, Jason Wolner, of course, the creator, writer, uh, and Andrew Weinberg. Yep. Thank you, guys.
0: Uh,
1: it's always fun to get kind of a peek behind the curtain, a little look at the creative process.
0: Well, and that's really what we're sharing. about here. You know, uh, we're not a gossip rag. You know, we're not here to kind unless of unless you heard something.
1: Unless like maybe the Twitter war between Eagleheart and, and NTSFSUVDB. <laughs>
0: it's not working. Nobody cares. <sighs> I know. We're trying to start this thing, and it's just not working out. But uh, we we do want to thank these two for coming out and, and and taking some time and telling us a little bit more about this show. Uh, I am a fan of the show. Um, it's 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 funny it's witty it's crazy yep and
1: uh season 3 started well probably probably just started
0: it november just started. 14th yep.
1: um, which means there's more episodes to come just tune on adult get get adult swim pumping that yeah. night and i promise you they will replay it plenty of times
0: yeah. this 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 is this this whole the, the purpose of this particular episode right now is to celebrate adult swim
1: Thank yeah. you for being there, Adult Swim.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Um, you know, I. It's an important outlet. I think it was inevitable with uh, the kind of our 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 generation, our culture. Right. I.
0: I you know. Got to have
1: more cartoons for grown-ups.
0: I think that it it's even more than just cartoons, right? It's 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 a release valve. Yeah. Right. It, it all it all
1: comes from you know growing up with cartoons. Yeah. And then it's it's turned into not a lifelong obsession, but. It's changed our entire generation's kind of uh, sensibilities, yeah. mm-hmm. and we won't let it go. I don't care how much they beg. <laughs> I will keep going on and on about it, but I'll stop for today.
0: And why are you stopping?
1: Oh, look around you, Mark. The light's coming no. in through the window. No, The cereal is all soggy and congealing. No, no, I should have finished. I'm changing the channel. All I can find is college football.
0: Oh, no. It's not Notre Dame again.
1: I do believe... We're looking at the end of Saturday morning this week. But you know what? You can meet us here at the couch next week. We've got a bowl of chocula. You uh, you bring out your kicks or whatever your mom lets you have. We'll swap. We'll trade. We'll watch TV for hours, and we'll talk about the good old days. Marky, did you learn anything?
0: Not really.
1: That's good. That's good. We didn't want to push the limit. <laughs>
0: It's a Saturday morning. I'm not loading shit. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, everybody. We'll meet you on the couch next week. Have a good weekend.
2: Messages
0: are with the ride back. Oh, this is enough of this.
2: This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag.
4: Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <sniffs>
2: and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra strong trash bag.